0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, brilliant pleasure, pleasure seekers. How are you guys tonight? Tonight we're going to be continuing on with the series that I am doing. Last week we had Orgasmically Lyrical and his BDSM and dominant-submissive relationships. Tonight, we're going to be speaking with Mr. Reynolds, a.k.a. Lotus Rope Wolf. Welcome, Mr. Reynolds. How are you? I'm
1: doing good. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on.
0: I am so happy. I'm sorry about the technical difficulty, but we got through it. Yeah, not a problem. I'm happy to be talking to you again. Tonight, we're going to be discussing... Our main topic of discussion is and uh rope wolf is an expert at roping <laughs> so, uh, uh lotus go ahead and um, introduce yourself where you're from and what's your name and go just just go ahead and talk about yourself for a minute
1: okay no problem um yeah so uh my ig handle is uh lotus rope wolf and i chose that because i wanted it to embody um, seeking enlightenment, but also being primal, um, and you know, being able to uh, act on those type of urges, and then also just to let people know that I'm I'm interested in rope play. Um, I'm I wouldn't consider myself an expert yet, but I'm definitely learning about um, rope work, specifically Japanese style bondage. Um, most people call it a shibari. Um, uh, I'm out in New York, New York City I live in the Bronx so um, I, I mostly do stuff in New York but I've been traveling a lot and um, hopefully I'm, I'm gonna be you know, meeting some new people and doing some cool stuff with them and um, maybe doing some workshops or um, you know, some sessions where I can tie some people up so they can see what it's like to be tied up but with someone who understands what they're doing and and has a good understanding of things
0: okay so just a uh just a quick interjection i saw you a little quick tidbit on on the whole face um i went ahead and followed them yeah great work i'm glad to see you being able to show people and educate people on what it is that you actually do because there are levels to the BDSM world and a lot of lots of different types of play.
1: Yeah. And
0: so you know, I, I love seeing you on there. I had to go ahead and follow them. Hopefully, I get to work with them soon.
1: Oh, so. that would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just you know I, I was really happy that they had me on, um, and uh, I got to tie up this beautiful woman, and I she saw that. she enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it. So. yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, i'm gonna get tied up so i'm just putting it out there i'm just putting it out there in the universe hopefully you know it just gets it just materializes in the universe and it just happens okay
1: yeah well you know if i'm ever in your city i'll let you know
0: or if i'm just roaming around new york somewhere i don't know might have to dm you
1: okay i'm with it
0: (laughs) so um um, listen, mm-hmm. tell us Tell us when you started rope work and
1: why you started and
0: who. Just yeah, so tell us when you started.
1: Yeah, so I got into rope and, and bondage when uh, maybe like three years ago when I started getting into the BDSM scene. Um, I was in a relationship and we were trying to spice things up in the bedroom, even though sex was really good. <laughs> we just still wanted to have more. <laughs> um we uh, also were uh trying polyamory so that meant that i had to go out and do a lot of research and workshops and find different groups and in finding those groups um, about polyamory it turned out a lot of them were kinksters and they were into bdsm so i just started going to more and more workshops um the first thing i ever did was um with my partner at the time, I tied her hands with, like, silk rope that I bought from uh, the pleasure chest, which is, like, a sex toy shop. And um, that was it. Like, from there, like, I just really started getting into it. But um, I only bought my first rope, like, earlier this year because I was using anything, you know? Like, silk ties, like, my own ties or, like, whatever is around and which is awesome and you can use that then i started to get into shibari when i saw people doing these awesome designs um making these geometric patterns on someone's body and a specific um type of uh shibari which is a kinbaku a lot of people use those two terms interchangeably but there it's a little different because like shibari, it just means to tie, and kinbaku is like a, the art of tying tightly, and so most say that. Last one. What
0: is it called? The art of tying tightly. Uh,
1: kinbaku, the art of tying okay. tightly, and so that's like um, that was like really awesome and really practical for sex like so the shibari you could do a harness and you can incorporate some tight ties into it and you can like tie someone's hands to a chest harness or tie a harness to the bed like very awesome things and so just uh just finding that out and seeing people do it i got obsessed and then i went on a trip um and uh i met up with with someone who was interested in kink and she was like, I would like you to time me up. And yeah, and that was it. I was like really invested in learning more and more techniques, more difficult ties and, and doing intricate patterns.
0: Now, when you first started doing the um, shabari, um, you and you now, as I'm sp- speaking with you, not once did you mention having sex with the person <laughs> like it's so fascinating it's like tying like listening to you speaking about the tying it's like intriguing in itself yeah
1: it's oh, so there is a misconception with a lot of these things and especially with bdsm that there always has to be sex yeah it's a sexy thing nice. it is very intimate but sometimes people don't want to be penetrated that's not what they want they want to feel that that sort of intoxication from the thing and there's something that people don't understand about rope um it is amazing um when you're using a rope that's not stretchy like not something like cotton but something like hemp or jute which is like a vegetable fiber rope it vibrates and you feel it all over your skin and it's just like you can get goosebumps you know like when someone's pulling it through and like threading it and um, also doing it like for me it's just meditative practice it's an art form I'm being intentional about everything that I do and it just takes me to another space and i get a little uh, rope drunk as like a lot of the the rope folks call it because like it's like i'm in the zone and if i'm doing something and i'm really comfortable and there's no cameras on me i can start freestyling and doing new things and yeah it's just it's beautiful um but i have used um the shibari and kimbaku ties for sex i've i have like it's and it's really incredible to like you're having sex with someone you grab the harness and you, you know putting their work or um one of my favorites that i recently did was um i did a futumoto tie which is where i tied um my partners um who's my submissive and um and I, I can go into that a little bit later, but I tied her ankle to her um, hamstring, um, and it looks really beautiful, and then I ate her out, and she had, like, the most intense orgasm. Oh, um, my God. So, yeah. Like, the way the way you're describing I can
0: see, I can tell you're smiling, what I think you're describing it, and like- I can hear you smiling like that's just crazy because like i'm telling you the way you described the art like you made it like an art form like you barely talked about the sexual penetration it was like oh and you talked about how you would do it how you would uh tie up the ties and um uh it was just like
1: you don't need sex. <laughs> sometimes you don't but it is good foreplay <laughs> but it is good foreplay it is because uh, you're building that connection okay you're looking them in the eye you're turning them around you're touching different parts of them they're feeling yeah. this rope on them and and you're communicating and you're asking because uh, above all in BDSM consent is everything, and yeah. so I like to be upfront, transparent. Like, hey, I'm gonna do this, but this is what I'm gonna do. Are you okay with it? Um, mm-hmm. You know, just like these things, and like that really builds the trust um, with people.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like the um, when you um, when you tie. Um, let's see when you started tying uh-huh. you you started on the girl or you started on yourself and how did that feel for you?
1: Um. So yeah when I started doing the more complicated stuff yeah. Um. I started on a, a girl who wasn't in the city. I mean well I practiced knots on myself but then I had to practice the harness on a person okay. and I did that and then I started getting more into it and so I practice on myself like I don't um, I don't you know have someone I can do it with everyday my submissive who I, I refer to her as my partner as in like my sexual partner but we are we're actually friends with benefits who've assumed this dominant submissive relationship and which is amazing and we're, we're trying to just like keep building on that and um, not even trying I said we're, we're, we're building on that and um, I wanted to get better. I, I love being excellent at everything I do, so I started just practicing on myself. And it was hard, it's, it's hard because you don't have a free range of motion when you're doing something on yourself um, <laughs> and you're in an uncomfortable situation, but you have to practice to get better. And uh, it also feels good because now I get both both sides of it. I get the tight tie on my leg, but I'm also doing it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. I get best the best of both worlds. Um,
0: now, uh-huh. as you're tying, or as you're doing your thing with the with the uh, ties, um, are there any groups that you're a part of that share that same? I know there are BDSM groups. Kink, but are you so niche down to where you spend more time with other
1: um, rope masters? Like, are you is not that as much? Yeah, no, it is a thing, and not as much. So, <laughs> I do go to a workshop, and that's um, it's a workshop in Harlem, and there's also a workshop in um, Brooklyn, and that's been really good to just meet people and learn more about the art. Um, but I typically spend a lot of time with just regular not so not regular but like bdsm folks but mostly people of color um we have like a group chat and we talk a lot and we do a lot of uh, vanilla activities like go we go to a munch like we all meet up at the same restaurant and get some food or do picnics uh, every year we do this juneteenth uh picnic which is really awesome um and uh, you know just different things like that and um I remember last summer there was a a picnic in Harlem by the waterfront and it was amazing to see all these kinky people. Everyone is just like chilling, eating food, listening to music, you know, having drinks. And it was people of all shades and and different body types. Um, I remember seeing folks who were in wheelchairs and you know, everybody, it's an inclusive environment. Like no one was trying to uh, keep. Someone out of the kink scene, you know, it's like the black group you were talking about. Yeah, that's the black group. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, along like piggybacking on that, like I created this space to black well, it like, like I told you before, um, when we did talk, I want to open this space up for sexuality with with more of the black community community because we are so closed down about sexuality and different types and and if you were an educator mm-hmm. which you are on some degree some level some niche mm-hmm. what on a what on a wide level would you like to say and start opening up to the black community
1: um, it's okay to try new things um, First of all And a lot of people have misconceptions About BDSM and kink They just he did? Yeah I did <laughs> What were some of the misconceptions you had?
0: Um, some of the misconceptions That I had It was um, It was weird first of all because I didn't know It was very weird to me Because I didn't I wasn't around people that explored sexuality openly or talked about it you have especially like with the men it'll be like oh hell no I ain't doing that shit I ain't doing that shit it'll be a lot of oh hell no or a lot of women that were very um very a lot of um, on the self-righteous um self-righteous to just kind of just close down to trying different things or I'll bring things up in conversation or uh, and the reactions will be either it's super weird or you'll have someone try to take advantage of how open I was to trying new things Mm -hmm. so it'll be I'm around these weird toxic people and I'm I'm shut down immediately
1: Yeah, I think that's a fear for a lot of people, right? Like to be taken advantage of. And there are toxic people everywhere. You're going to get taken advantage of at work, in a non-BDSM relationship. People get taken advantage of all the time. Um, But yeah, there is a risk involved in doing these things. Um, So what I would like to say is like, yeah, understand what you're afraid of. And, and seek to explore why you're afraid of that because that in itself could find answers, you know, for you like, oh, I'm afraid that I'll be taken advantage of. Oh, so that means you really need to think about who you're trying to be involved with and vet them in a certain way. <laughs> so that means you're going to have to do more research. That means you're going to end up in a place where you more than likely will not run into someone who's going to take advantage of you and it will change your um your experience, because some people will have bad experiences because they didn't do enough research where they're not asking and confronting those fears and those questions that they're having, you know?
0: That's true, and it was around a lot of... It wouldn't be around white people. It would be <clears throat> a, oh, it, it was not, like... I could I actually be openly expressive sexually with white people mm-hmm. it would not be with black people first time I was like introduced to something open sexually it was really 2016 mm-hmm. it was 2016 and I think I, um, that was when I started getting introduced to like the swinger poly scene mm-hmm. and that was different and that was like a mixed crowd I was like a white and, and a black crowd I I don't like the whole mixed crowd. I like I do like I am biased toward my people. Okay. Yeah. But but when I started being around a little bit more black people, it it was a lot more comfortable. You see what I'm saying? Because you get to feel out the scene. You don't have to always participate. You don't have to always be involved. You can just you can just. See what's going on and see what's out there and see what you'd like to participate in and actually who you pick to be with it because it's all about trust like we discussed before, like um, it's all about trust and picking someone to have that relationship
1: with you see what i'm saying yeah and i feel like so for me when i first started really getting into the scene i only went to black events and then i started branching out more recently um because i was afraid of being fetishized and like i don't want you know but that fear was real because it happens to people but because i really spent so much time cultivating um this relationship and vetting um where you know who i hang out with or what events i go to making sure i try to go to vanilla events first to Mm -hmm. see who who these people are it helps so i'm like i'm not going to interact with someone who's going to be weird (laughs) now
0: right like like it's weird it's like you you don't realize one one thing i've noticed while i'm doing this series, a, a common word that's being used amongst different guests I'm having is vetting. Uh-huh. Which vetting is important, correct?
1: It is. And it's just like you're trying to weed out what um, who to hire for something, you know, or what organization to work with, or if like you you went to the Greek life, like you gotta vet an organization to know if that's the right fit for you, you know, that's- or vet a candidate. So it's it's like that you had to be in that type of serious because it's like your safety could be on the line. Right. You're dealing with somebody and you're trusting them with all these this intimate um information about yourself and like your your physical well-being and mental and emotional well-being in some cases So it's, it's serious. So don't get into the scene thinking it's all sweet And you're just gonna go to a party and like participate. No, and also you don't have to participate when you go to those parties
0: I think um, that was one of the other misconceptions I had. Like <laughs> when I would go, when I was thinking about going to these kink. There's a there's a kink event down in South Beach called South Beach South Beach Submission. It's called Submission. It's like a submission event, and mm-hmm. it's like it's a lot of white people. Okay, it's a lot of white people, and you know they'll have the uh, a lot of the grunge, a lot of the clown makeup, a lot of the. It looks like Halloween twisted it says twisted submission or something which I'm <laughs> intrigued by, but yeah. they have the um they they do a lot of the play a lot of play out there and um i think the the way it was introduced to me which made me start thinking these things and i wasn't really educated on it it was just like wow ah, look at this Whips and chains, handcuffs, like a little booty up with my mouth. Scream, I help. help. <laughs> I think
1: I scream, said. help. But I hate Whoa. Like, I don't
0: know about that. Like, I'm not sure. You know, you know how that goes. So yeah. You don't have people, you'll have people seeing it, and, but they won't pull you to the side and be like, listen, that, that doesn't go like that. That's yeah.
1: some funny shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> And the thing is, like, even if they somebody scream at help, it's part of a scene. It's a yeah. They're playing. So they know that help doesn't mean they need help. It's just part of the... They want it to go on, and there's a safe word, you know? Yeah, or, that's- or a level of safe words, you know?
0: Right. <laughs> like, the first time I heard about a safe word, Kevin Hart talking about pineapples. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? And so... Like when I started talking to more people, they were like, "Oh yeah." Like I think um, there was a guy vlogging. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Listen, let me know when I'm going to her. Just be like yellow, Whoa. or red." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh okay, cool, 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 cool." cool. I, I didn't. He he did it perfect, but you know, I didn't need to use any of the safe word. It was just, it was just interesting. You know, you you have comedians making jokes about stuff they're not really educated on so
1: you're even more ignorant because you're not researching (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like I mean the green yellow red stoplight safe word is the best because um, you're they're not real words that you would probably you they're not words you'd use to to say a command at someone right so it's very clear Yellow means slow down, take it a little easy, you know. Red means stop. Let's cut the scene. Maybe we need to readjust maybe I need to move and you know, but red means you no know, no more play. Stop whatever it is we're doing, you know? Right. Um and you know, but one thing that's interesting and um m- my submissive actually researched this and was really intriguing on doms using the safe word which makes perfect sense um at first i was like interesting but you have someone's well-being uh as your responsibility as the dom right someone is being submissive to you of course everything you are doing to them they have consented to you know they like it or they are open to trying it with you and they trust you yes but guess what? They may be liking some shit so much that it might be um, affecting them and they're not realizing that they could, they could get hurt. They might be telling you to go harder, harder and you have spoke to them about it before and they said they don't want marks to remain on their skin for like more than a couple hours but you know if you keep hitting her on her booty it's gonna hurt a lot and she's gonna be in pain for work tomorrow can't sit at her desk and she's telling you to go harder she's like green 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 you gotta be like red You know, and and figure that out because, like, the worst thing you can do is break somebody's trust. Because even in the moment, she might be like, No, but it was so good. But are you the type of person that would go back on your word? Who would like break a verbal contract like that? No, word is bond. And like, this is some real intimate, heavy stuff. So you don't want to be like, doing that you know and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about being a dom it's like you have this responsibility Mm -hmm. you have to nurture and protect your submissive and it's not about being aggressive it's about being assertive and about um being precise right uh, and very intentional
0: oh my goodness that's amazing i think that's one thing a lot of people including myself like as much as i'm talking to you guys and these episodes are very intentional. I'm being educated. And when you, what was, what stood out for me when you said, as a Dom, I have a responsibility. Like, as the dominant partner, you are the protector and the provider of pleasure, along with protecting them and their, and their, and their well being. Mm-hmm. Another thing I did see. And I do follow King Moore. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's great, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, he called aftercare or something. Yep. Aftercare is necessary, especially if you're doing flogging scenes. Like how uh, he does some really intense flogging. Oh my God. Some good work. I mean, damn. Like, if, like, yeah, I don't know if I'll be as good as him when it comes to flogging. I'm working on that. <laughs> but like, he is good. So it's like, yeah, aftercare is something that you do for your submissive to, um, and, and it can be anything because everybody likes something different. Like, maybe they need a snack. Maybe they need water. Maybe they just need physical touch and rubbing to like cool them down and get them. Like, a
0: hug or something. Like, it mm-hmm. was just playing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm good
1: right especially if it's heavy and it's like humiliation right like you want him to call you a dirty slut but guess what afterwards you want him to call you the most pretty beautiful princess you know and like comfort you you know
0: aww yeah I saw that I'm like wow like like those sessions must be intense because if there's like a there's the meeting, then there's the aftercare. Like I'll probably need a hug. I'm so sensitive. Like I, I like need a, like a real hug. Like, like are you okay? Yeah, I'll probably need some water. You know, just talk about what oh, I, need what I need. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was another thing I did learn with the um, aftercare. I'm like, woof, I'm learning a lot. There's so many levels to it. there's So many levels. Um, to
1: the um, play. Yeah, yeah. You don't just run up and just grab somebody and start beating them and tying them up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is what
0: everybody thinks this is. I think this whips and chains, like. Oh, I've talked to some experts or just some people who are involved in it that have experienced, and it's that The more I'm speaking to you, it's more of an art craft. It's it's an art. It's, it's an art and everybody takes it very seriously and it's very like everybody has the same words I hear keep hear, hearing betting and responsibility like I keep hearing those words so that's that was very new to me honestly to be perfectly honest it's very new like hearing responsibility wow
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah I find that to be super important and it's good that we're all you know we have the same terms and we're like using the same language to describe things and we're also doing the same things that really helps build a community so i could go somewhere and be like what's the scene like and you know have i have a criteria that i can gauge on like how you know
0: now let's get to the nitty-gritty okay you and myself were We were in the same room. How does that session start? Like can you just give me play by play? How does that start?
1: Okay. Um first uh, request it. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> how it depends on what we want, right? Do okay. we want um is there gonna be penetration or not? And that kind of mm. dictates what what's happening, right? Um but for me, it the scene starts from the moment we're interacting, right? Like, we know that something is going to go down, right? That we want to plan the scene. Boom. Um, if there's penetration involved, I definitely um, ask about sexual health history and share mine as well. Um, then um, I just ask about, like, injuries. Like, are there any injuries that you have on specific body parts that... I need to be aware of because I'm going to be restraining you with some rope, and I can't hurt you. I don't want to hurt you, Um, so I need to know about that. Um, Also, need to know if there are flexibility issues. Should I? Can you have your your legs up in the air or you know over your head for a long for a long time? Is or you know all that type of stuff? And are you allergic to fucking grass rope? (laughs) Like you know, like. You know, That's like
0: important, yes,
1: real ass shit. Like, is, is that gonna give you an irritation, irritation on your skin? Like, um, and then it it goes into like, how do we want? Then we start talking about the scene, right? Wow. After you get the the safety and the basics, and I run down through like, um, what I'm gonna be looking for, which is like, I'm not gonna tie the rope too tight around your wrists, um, because I'm not trying to cut off your blood flow. Um, I, I, t- I typically try to talk about areas where I'm, if I have time right on like the thing I did today was really fast I didn't talk about and I, I was supposed to be like auditioning to date her so I didn't like go into the details about like how I do a scene but like yeah um, I talk about areas where I'm gonna not tie rope around but um as you can see like from that video when they i think they might put out the longer video in like a couple of days uh, i was asking her before i did everything so we um even before like i was asking her about the knots i told her like hey are there any places that i shouldn't tie is there any part of your body that you're not comfortable with um and is it okay if i pass the rope? between your legs and we had already talked about it I already knew it was good to go but before I did it I checked in again because mm-hmm. consent is important and if someone changes their mind then you adapt you do something else um, right so um yeah so as I was saying you yeah I would ask that talk about the safety then talk about the scene what type of ties they want do they want a sexy ass harness that's going to make them feel like the baddest woman in the world Boom! there you go princess I'll do that do you want your hands tied to the harness do you want your hands tied above your head Um, do you want your hands tied behind your back you know all these things um and it happens um for the one scene that I've done the first scene well what I was supposed to do which didn't work out because I was on a a work trip and there were too many people at the bar at that time I was gonna pretend I didn't know the woman that I was uh, uh meeting and we were gonna flirt from across the bar and then go up to my hotel room and you know do a little something and that's how we were playing so that so our whole thing was like the whole play is gonna start from us having a drink and um eating some food um but speaking of drinks I don't get drunk before I do any rope play like I will have a drink but I don't want to get intoxicated
0: I think the way you were sounding earlier you said oh you get rope drunk I think the rope will provide the high for you.
1: Exactly. Like, and and you don't want to be like, especially if you're doing flogging and rope. You don't want to be like, miscalculating the amount of strength you're using. That's just not good. <laughs>
0: yes, that's, okay. that's so That's so interesting. Like, like I really, I, I want you to tie me up. Yeah. <laughs> I want you
1: to do it. what would you like what would um has, is there anything that you saw on my profile that you'd want to try
0: I want the um okay I am thick so I don't know about them I want a harness mm-hmm. but I have I'm um, top heavy so I don't know how that works
1: it'll be fine I have done a harness on thick women. I've done harnesses and ties on the different body types: short, tall, thick, skinny. I'm
0: thick. Yes. Mhm. I want, I want ankles. Mhm. I do want the wrists. I want the. Have you ever? But you've never had your hands tied behind your back or above your head before? No, I'm open to
1: it. Even like in regular sex, like somebody like he'll take a shirt off and like tie your hands with it and hold it above your head. You never had that. I've
0: got my, I have my ankles, my wrists
1: mm. tied up down to um,
0: like a like a futon like structure. Mm-hmm. and my wrists, I mean my um, ankles, nice. like a stir, you know like stirrups.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, like that. Oh, that's fire.
0: He uses ties though. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that, that's hot. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> that was
0: deep, penetrating sex. It was deep because he got to go as deep. As he wanted to, and I ended up pregnant. So, so, (laughs) well, that's some good shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I I really want the grass. I'm not allergic to grass, Uh grass ties. Um, now, okay, I will always bring this movie up Fifty Shades of Grey They were in the hardware school. Is this true? Like,
1: go to the hardware store mm, i've never done that and okay. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 That's, that movie's so horrible all right here, That's here's be the thing
0: awful
1: horrible here okay and but here's the thing like he's horrible all right so i um use cotton but cotton is not good for suspension but it's nice for harnesses and people who um either allergic to grass or they've never been tied up before and you want them to get used to it to understand like it's not gonna hurt you then jute is a little more sturdy and then hemp is even sturdier um uh the paracord um which is like a nylon right um it is interesting. And I, if you can get at the hardware store, yeah, you can go to the hardware store and get that. And that shit is awesome. I actually have some glow-in-the-dark power cord that I cut up and actually made a glow-in-the-dark flogger using just power cord um, yeah. and glow-in-the-dark tape.
0: <laughs> okay. That was, yeah, that was, I, I, didn't, I don't think, as much as I was inexperienced, I didn't think the movie took took it there, took it all the way. Uh-uh. really felt like it just showed us the dungeon and the collection of goodies that he had, and he didn't use none of them. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is like, <laughs> what is this? Like, this is not, I spent $20 on this movie, and. It's not giving me what I need, so
1: he wasn't using them, he was abusing the shit out of her because all the shit you're not supposed to do is a dom he was doing.
0: Okay, go into it, please.
1: Um from what I remember, like he was stalking her. Like what? <laughs> like first of all <laughs> that is illegal, sir. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um Wait a it minute. Didn't... I didn't
0: see um, I didn't see all of them. I see the first one. I was turned off on the first one.
1: Yeah, I've only seen the first one. Okay. I'm going to have to watch all, all of them. But, like, yeah, that was abusive, emotionally. He coerced her into this situation. Like... How
0: do you feel he coerced her?
1: She ain't really want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's... she
0: wanted a relationship with him.
1: Right, and so, like... Don't <laughs> like treat, like, that's not, like how you do that, how you do that? Like
0: Oh my god. That's he, whack. Please, like, why don't you wanna to touch me, Christian?
1: I, like, I uh I have a particular taste or whatever the hell you were saying. What the
0: hell like, are you talking about? <laughs> he he had the same emotions, but he was just so
1: freaking weird. Which brings me to an interesting point. Like, yeah, uh, mental health is important in all relationships, but especially in this. Like, you don't want somebody taking out their anger and frustration and stuff on you. It's supposed to be something that you're doing together and that you're you're building and learning from each other. You're building intimacy. not (laughs) Not beating the crap out of somebody or punishing them for something someone else did. That's not how it works.
0: Yeah, I don't... um... Well, a lot of how you describe the relationships that you may have or the situation you're in. I was like a kind-hearted kind of, like a caretaking situation. That's another thing I'm being exposed to as I'm doing this. But it was like with him, it was not like that. I'm like, this is not how this shit goes. It was like... Like, I didn't feel the caretaking at all. Mm -hmm. It was like she was kind of left to her own devices after she's in his prison cell all day. Like, like I just, like, this is not accurate. I know this is not adding up to me.
1: Yeah. But a lot of people feel that way. And, uh, And here's the thing. So some people might love to be restrained or isolated or, you know, they have those type of kinks, right? right hey. um but then it's just like they're going to go about it the wrong way cuz they saw this movie either they're going to do something dangerous or they're going to be turned off like oh no I'm weird because I don't want to be like Christian Grey or um what's her name I don't want that to happen to me you know and they miss out on something beautiful
0: wow that yeah it was just it was just weird to me It's me like I said, not being educated fully, I think that's what I was turned off because it was just like, damn! Like he doing all, he's doing all—he's doing the most. I think he was just—he would ruin somebody inexperienced psychologically, who's not who's not experienced and not have read anything. Yep. Like, you would ruin somebody, you would hurt somebody, you know? Yeah, and, and that's that's what I saw like some emotional abuse.
1: That is exactly what happened.
0: I'm like, this is, like, this, the BDSM is not about emotional abuse. It's about just doing this. It's exactly what it is, like detached from the human, like bondage and discipline or dominance or um, sadism and masochism. Yeah. That's what, it's play. It's different play to get what you need from it. It's not an emotional... It is an emotional thing, but you have to take care of the person's well.
1: Yeah, like because looks, yeah, because uh, right. everybody likes a little different thing. Some people might want to; they want to feel a little bit of shame, or you know,
0: yeah.
1: or whatever. What if people get turned on by interesting things, and they want to explore that. But it has to be done in a safe way. You can't just be emotionally abusing people.
0: No, no that was wrong. That was messed up. That's why. And that's why I never watched the other ones. Cause it was just like. Mm-hmm.
1: But anyway. There's this Netflix show called Bonding. Um you should take it. Which I'll those.
0: be watching after you.
1: <laughs> nice. How'd you feel about it?
0: Um I um I I will start watching it because uh, I saw the previews for it. Okay. And I just thought it it just showed up on my preview right on time because mm-hmm. of the work I'm doing with you all. And I'm just so blessed. I just feel like it's coming in on time. You know, maybe we can get in on another call and just talk about it a little bit more. And um, yeah, get thought. And um, I'll be watching after we speak tonight. Nice. And follow up. Uh, definitely, we def- definitely follow up.
1: Yeah, that would be great. And I think it it, it paints an interesting um, picture of BDSM for its mental and psychological uses Mm -hmm. and what people are walking around with on a day-to-day basis and also the reality of someone who does sex work that is doesn't involve penetration right Mm because somebody might be aroused by getting flogged and they will pay someone to flog them but this person is not going to have sex with them so it, it, it kind of helps detach that stigma because the people have—I don't know—people have stigmas about what two consenting adults do and what someone pays for. I don't fucking get it. It's not your. I,
0: <laughs> I can understand you not being educated, but just just the whole stigma around it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't. Now to ask you, yeah. What other goodies do you have in your collection? Because I know you got to collect.
1: This oh, I have, I have a whole drawer. Um, oh
0: my god, I want to see. <laughs>
1: that. I, so, I have um, a small flogger that's made out of uh, leather and suede. Um, I have this paracord flogger that I just made. I have a leather writing crop, like the kind that. Is designed for horses, (laughs) but it's like it's a really good spanking tool and it makes a sound, it makes a good cracking sound without being um, really harsh. Um, And so some people really love that sound the Ah. sound of that. Um, I also have lube. Um, uh, What else I have? lubricant um just uh just regular old stuff that i got from pleasure chest something i got from one of, one of their kits um water-based um what else is in there uh silk ties um a feather for tickling and other do you st-
0: tickle torture i
1: have not done it yet but i want to um okay do it for me. okay thank you okay mm-hmm. No no worries (laughs)
0: um,
1: What else is in here A lot of rope Let me just look in here Uh, More paracord, glow in the dark tape uh, Condoms um, Scissors and trauma shears To cut um, rope If ever I need to do that Um, Massage oil um, Vanilla chai uh, Vanilla chai uh, Massage oil Uh, What else? Glow-in-the-dark paint, gloves, uh, latex gloves, dental dams. Um, I think that's it. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. I think those are all of the things. Oh, blindfold. That's, That's here. And what else? Oh, books. I have another Shibari book to practice different things. And, uh, yeah, that looks like that's about everything in there.
0: Yeah, uh, all I got is the random
1: in the lube, so... Oh, yes. Oh, and I have wipes that sometimes I put in my bag. I have, like, um, a regular, like, safe for the genitals, like, wipes. And I have um like a disinfecting wipe that's good it's safe for skin and face and i use that to like if it's a rope that i'm gonna use like the jute rope i can like just wipe it down with that or wipe down the leather stuff my crops and stuff with that if i'm gonna like use it on someone you know new or something oh my goodness like
0: that's so awesome i'm so glad i was educated by you tonight um like you really gave me more education in roping Um, I'm telling you like I say to anyone um, if I if I'm up that way and I'm doing something I would definitely love to have you a part of whatever I'm doing just to educate because I told you like the space is for the black community I'm very very adamant about educating the black community there's just so much things that we close ourselves down to. Yeah. I like it. I really don't like it. And and just opening up these just warm, compassionate spaces to educate our people about these different things um, because BDSM is so close to, like with the whips and the bondage and the, mm-hmm. the chain, whatever is so close to slavery. I think we just close down ourselves to learning so much more out of the, like getting on a normal frame of thought so, yeah
1: it sure yeah, is
0: definitely understand
1: that i think that it, that actually kept me from getting into it before
0: really yeah like
1: oh man now nah, i don't want to tie nobody up or i don't want to be tied up or don't hit me with a whip or a flogger that's like but it's it's consensual like mm-hmm. slavery wasn't consensual No, (laughs) like you know, and this is something for pleasure and sure there might be pain, but there's definitely pleasure. It's not the same thing. However, however, right? That can be traumatic for someone and they should be aware of that. And also there are some people who take the DS or the dominant submissive dynamic to the extreme and they do master slave dynamics which is something that i'm not particularly into but i don't kink shame it's two consenting adults they can do whatever they want to do but
0: um yeah but
1: it, it's not slavery like um there's there's slave there's like sl- master slave dynamic and then there's race play which is like based on fucking on, on race you know and I'm, I'm that's i'm not into that at
0: all that's Ugh, I,
1: no. I don't like it. Nobody's gonna call me no nothing.
0: For nothing. nothing.
1: Don't uh, not be like, Oh, I want this slave penis. Nope, nope, not nope, not happening.
0: <laughs> I've seen white guys do like a blow bang on a black girl, calling her a nigger. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? Mm. What are you doing? <laughs> like, this, it, I had to turn it off. I'm like, what the hell is this?
1: Some people are into it, and I'm not into it, and that is fine. Uh, again, I'm not shaming people, but not my thing. They had the flag and everything. Oh I'm yeah, like, no, that pisses me off. I, I, no, I you know, I, I can't do that. I can't do it. <laughs>
0: i can't do it what the hell is this like are you crazy yeah it was it was that type of situation and i'm just like i guess i gotta find the next weird thing that i'm turned on by
1: (laughs) (laughs) some people it turns them on i'm like yeah oh my god that's so that's, that's the thing i don't want nobody to feel ashamed for that but Absolutely. definitely, if you are racist, you should feel ashamed. <laughs> like, for yes. black, like, more than ashamed. So, I don't know. Well,
0: everybody, this is Lotus Rope Wolf on Brilliant Pleasure Podcast tonight. I'm so, so happy we got this talk. Thank you so much you know, for having me, Nikki. Oh, thank you for being on I know um, it was a couple of days when we got on but you know I'm just really really I was just really excited to get on with you because I was just um, interested in learning about your world and
1: it's your uh, world now too
0: yes it's, it's mine I'm interested now I'm going to be researching Shabari mm-hmm. and trying to rope myself
1: yes it's always a good place to start
0: yeah i Watch, you gonna see, me. y'all gonna see pictures of me rope uh, <laughs> around my ankles. It's like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> this business.
1: Yeah. Was it weird for you when you saw me uh, doing it on myself?
0: Well, yes, um, because I didn't know why you were doing it. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> well you know, you'll be watching things late at night. Be like, what the fuck? Okay, and then scroll. Be like, okay, all right. But then I'll see it more. You would do it more and more and more and more. And and the thing about you, I have to watch everybody who's following me. And the thing about you, like you didn't say, you will say little, you will make little mini blurbs about what you were doing, but would make a big deal. You would just keep posting a picture or maybe a video. Or I'm like, why is he tying himself around his back? Like, what the hell? <laughs> he asking me on my show. He, I got to talk to him now. Nice. Now I'm curious because you, you didn't say much,
1: and I think that's good. I mean, get get people intrigued, and so yeah, the, the
0: intrigue was there because it was weird, and and I didn't know. I, I was like, and now we gotta talk. <laughs> now we gotta talk, and I'm intrigued. You gotta you gotta come see me, and yeah, um, one more question. Yeah. Before we go said you're a dom yes how do you
1: pick how do you introduce yourself i it's just so funny i don't really say that i'm a dom to people um i didn't until recently until this woman who um is my submissive asked me like looked at me in my face and said i would like to submit to you i wasn't very fond of calling myself a dom no because i for one thing i um didn't have a submissive so I which is not a good reason to feel like you're not a dom but like I knew I was dominant I knew at play parties I would tie people up and flog them and that was fun and I enjoyed it I knew in my last relationship I was dominant in the bedroom when I'd liked being in charge um but also a lot of people give doms a bad name. People are just being aggressive. They're like sending unsolicited dick pics. They're like sending pictures of their toys and talking about, oh, I'm gonna do this to you. And like, you don't even know this person. Like on some real, like to just think that you could just do something intimate with them. You don't know a damn thing about them. You're not connecting to them. Like, I, I don't believe in that. That's not good. And there's a lot of people out here taking advantage of women. Uh, or and then they're just like taking advantage of people and and they're calling themselves doms and that gives people the wrong perception of what a dominant is and also just that you know Fifty Shades of Grey like you know that's what people think a dom is and so they're perpetuating this nonsense and I did not want to be associated with it oh my god so I like to say hey, I'm, a, I'm I'm a Shibari artist okay and we can go from there but oh yeah I'm a dom <laughs> best believe and but i don't think i would mind switching which because i've been tied up before and i enjoyed it so i'd definitely be somebody's rope bottom but um mm. i would definitely do that um and i've definitely let my submissive um um sh- uh, she she wanted to practice she, she's been doing stuff on herself i was like do it on me i'm here oh, like great. you know like do it on me so um actually I have a picture where she tied my hands together and is holding them um, it's a really beautiful picture it's very intimate um, one of my favorite pictures because it's like people think that tying someone up isn't an act of kindness or well it might not be an act of kindness right it's like tying somebody up it's like you associate it with kidnapping and restraint you know but it's like it is intimate you know
0: do you have that on your feed?
1: I, I, I saw it. I do.
0: Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. She has like a white set of nails.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. I'm
0: like, okay, she tied him up. I'm like, okay, because he's you're normally tying yourself up. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if you would be because I'm always thinking the dom wouldn't switch wouldn't switch places with the sub. So you
1: said you'll you'll let. Him. Somebody dom you.
0: Yeah. Every now and again. So you're versatile. That's called versatile.
1: Yeah. A lot of people call it switch switching. You know.
0: Switching. Mm-hmm. switching. You posted something with the, uh with
1: uh, what was it uh, Peter Griffin? And oh yeah, <laughs> that meme. It's like oh doms subs and switches and then vanilla, <laughs> vanilla people being like why why you think you're better than me or whatever um and switches are definitely better than most people though. Um, <laughs> because they're <laughs> not defined by having to always be something like you know you get the, not defined by labels right so it's like oh oh like some women will be submissive to this the one partner but be dominant with others you know or like oh i'm submissive with men dominant with women or do, you know um dominant with men submissive with women it's it's whatever it's whatever you're into whatever makes you feel good
0: it's all like the gay community you have your gays and you have your lesbians and you have your bias. do what you want to do exactly You have
1: get, do what you want to do yeah I mean that being said also happy pride month to everybody you know in the LGBT community yeah happy I mean, pride
0: month everyone yeah so I, I, I really enjoyed this conversation we had a lot of laughs and just a lot of education I, I yeah I gotta have you on again for real you are
1: super delightful Thank you so much. I really appreciate the work you're doing and really digging into it and like having these conversations with us. This is so important and I keep doing it. I'm wishing you a lot of success. I'll, I'll plug the show wherever I can.
0: Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope to have
1: you on again. I'd love to be back.
0: All right. Well, you take it easy. Good night. All right. Good night. You guys have a great night and We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.
1: Peace.